I want to tell you a story this morning. Um, back in 1987, in the spring of 1987, Becky and I had our opportunity to go on our very first mission trip together um, after we had just started dating. And we went to a place called San Lorenzo, Mexico, which is in kind of the heart of Mexico. It's a small little remote village. You have to go through El Paso and Juarez to get there. And uh, it was a beautiful community and a beautiful town and amazing people. We went with our college group um, over spring break. And we had an amazing week of building a church during the day and leading vacation Bible school at night uh, for the students, the kids there in the community. And one of the distinct memories that I had about being in San Lorenzo was in the evening after we had gotten cleaned up and we went out into the, the town square, they had this really incredible town square where everybody congregated, everybody got together, right? Everybody, everybody kind of had this time together, right? And so um, people, adults and teens and kids were out there. They were playing basketball and soccer and freeze tag, throwing the football around. There were adults who were out there uh, playing musical instruments and just hanging out and, 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 and talking with one another. And it took me a little while to figure out why, was, why were people outside all the time? Well, it kind of hit a little bit later on. There were no satellite dishes. There, were, there was no internet. Most of the folks didn't have a TV in their home, much less the ability to watch or stream something from a phone. And so what happened was the only thing that you would do in the evening after work was come and hang out with one another. And so then when I got back to Austin, Texas uh, from that trip, I, I was just completely bombarded by culture. I was bombarded by advertisements. I was bombarded by TV, by music, things happening around us, all of the lights and smells and bells and whistles of culture. And it was a bombardment of it. Now, fast forward 22 years later. And this is what I've discovered, right? And if you're taking notes, you can write this down. I want us to look at how far we have come in our entertainment, consumer-driven distraction-filled culture. We have a culture that is driven by entertainment. We have a culture that's driven by consumerism. We have a culture that's driven by distraction and to pull us from one place to another. This entertainment-driven consumeristic culture, right, is filled with things like a 24-hour news cycle, right? And I know because I'll come into a home and it's on all the time. You go in any doctor's office, what do you find? News, right? You go, in any, any, you go into places all the time and there's these multiple channels that have this 24-hour news cycle. And I think we can all agree that that 24-hour news cycle has actually watered down news and make news just not news. We have this worldwide access to unlimited information via the web, we have the new wave of social media from Facebook to Instagram, from TikTok to Snapchat, and everything else in between. In fact, Facebook alone, if you don't know this, Facebook alone has 2.45 billion people who use it per month. Instagram has 1 billion users a month. We live in a world where most people carry a personal computer on them at all times, pretty much throughout the day. We live in a world where the average cell phone user receives what? Between 75 and 125 notifications per day. That's the average user. 
If you're a teenager, that's just per hour. <laughs> we live in a world of streaming video, amusement parks, destination vacations, weekend getaways, and virtual reality. And what is the impact of all of this on us? What is the result of living in this type of culture? What does it all add up to, right? It's a culture, right, that is designed to distract and entertain. It's a culture that is designed to distract and entertain. And what we have found, what the research has found is this. That is a culture that is becoming more anxious every single year. Did you know that approximately 40 million adults have an anxiety disorder? 40 million adults. And that doesn't include the largest segment of the population that is growing every year, and that's teenagers with anxiety disorder. Did you know that, that in our culture, that 16.2 million adults struggle with an episode of depression every year? Every year. And it doesn't take long, right, in our culture to ask a family, who's the addict in your family? Who's got the drinking problem? Who's got the drug problem? Who's got the smoking problem? Who's got the eating problem? Who's got the sex problem? Who's hooked on pornography? Who's got the shopping problem? Who's got the gambling problem? Who's got the addiction to their phone? It doesn't take long. And this is a culture where 70 million people are overweight and, sorry, 70 million are obese and 99 million are overweight. That's one out of every three. So the need for a fresh start is massive. It's huge, right? And so we see at the beginning of the year, people every year make what, church? What do they make? Resolutions.